0: Hey there and welcome to another edition of Hive Podcast, introducing you to the eXp Realty trailblazers and newsmakers that are aligning under one brokerage and creating a movement in the real estate industry. I'm your Hive host, Sam Rodriguez. What is all the buzz? Hey everybody, welcome to the Hive Podcast. Um, I'm your Hive host, Uh, my name is Sam Rodriguez and this is the second uh, edition of the Hive Podcast. Uh, we're so excited to be able to bring you all the buzz, all the buzz that's taking place at eXp Realty. So uh, really exciting stuff. I'm going to go ahead and uh, bring in our uh, special guest here today. All right. Hey, uh, hey, Devin, good morning. Hi, brother. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How about you? I am excellent. Awesome. Right. There you are. looks like you're uh, having a beautiful day out in the, in the woods today. Yep. Yep. We're going to do a little fishing later. Get your suit on though, so I don't know if I'm I
1: got my freedom T-shirt on too,
0: so. ready to go. Awesome. <laughs> hey Devin, thank you much for, for joining us. Uh, I was just sharing, uh, just as I was doing an introduction there uh, to the show that uh, this is the second, uh, this is only the second um, edition or second uh, uh, show that we're doing. So thanks, thank, uh, thank you to you for having uh, taking the time and joining us here today. Um, so Devin, I'm gonna do a, a brief intro and then I'll let you kind of take it from there, but. Um, uh, you've been an industry leader, uh, in the real estate industry for, for a long time now. Um, and one of the major accomplishments, I know you've had many, uh, but one that really stood out, uh, I think to a lot of others across the country, you're the co-founder of the, of the five doors network. Um, and, uh, you recently joined exp realty. So I know you're, you're no longer five doors. You're no longer Keller Williams, uh, exp realty. So we're going to, we're going to dive into that and touch on, uh, why the move, but, um, do uh, you mind? Maybe take a, take a moment to share a little bit further. Again, I know there's a, there's a lot of accolades that you have, Devin, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll uh, share as much as we can. We'll, we'll keep it a little short there. Sure, sure. Yeah, just uh, obviously
1: very blessed and fortunate to have uh, come into the acquaintance of Gary Keller back in 2009. And um, I actually was searching for a platform at that time for a distressed real estate business. I had uh, been in the distressed business prior to that, all the way back in the early 90s. And then prior to that, I was in technology. And uh, uh, in in 2008, I came across uh, an opportunity to serve clients through uh, distressed properties, the banks specifically. And then I switched my energy over to serving the the, uh, distressed owners. And in Orange County, California, there was a lot of them. So I came, in, I came into connection with Gary, uh, rapidly figured out um, how to sell a lot of homes uh, very quickly. My first year, we sold about 35 homes, and then we went on to double that the following year, and then we, we doubled it again, and we, we just kind of continued to grow uh, from there and then built out uh, through Gary's uh, mantra of no one succeeds alone, really tied into uh, a group of amazing individuals who helped us build the Five Doors Network and, and then grew that into one of Wall Street Journal's top 50 teams for the last four years running. Um, I also have always owned my own broker, my own brokerage business within the Keller Williams model in Orange County, California, the Doherty Real Estate Group. Um, I've been a member of Gary's Mastermind for nine years. And uh, I was a, uh, Gary, about four or five years ago told us that we should go out and coach people off of our teams. So I went and started, became I became a MAPS production coach to the top agents in the company. Uh, And then I connected up with another one of my mentors, Ron Patolsky, who uh, got me connected up to uh, neuro-linguistic programming. And I took the journey of transformational coaching and became a master practitioner of NLP. Uh, And through that just became more effective at helping people find their opportunities and just lead more people towards uh, building generational wealth in real estate, which is really my business mantra. I've been very blessed with that.
0: That's great. So I guess that was kind of part of what sparked a little bit of a journey because, you know, hearing your story, um, you were really looking for the the next right for when you when you built out such a such a large and very successful group. It's kind of you know you start to run into either tensions, which I you know no pun intended, I, I you know reading your article too it was red red tape, right? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but but you know larger production larger larger producing teams start to run into different snags here and there. So it sounds like as you were searching out solutions, I guess it kind of took you on this path of this journey um, and kind of learning about, a lot about some other, other brokerages and other solutions that existed out there. Yeah, well, back all the way to 2009, um, you, you know, uh, one, one of the guys,
1: my, the team leader in my local office named Reno Cotterano, Reno, uh, was instrumental in helping me kind of navigate the investigative process. But I had looked at 11 brokerages before I chose Keller Williams back in 'oh nine. Wow. And, and as we started to build out, what would it look like for us to have 10,000 agents in an organization, on a platform business where we provided coaching and training and leadership and productivity models and all the other things that would help a, an agent become successful? How would we build that out? Uh, that's where Gary started really helping us uh, with uh, expansion systems. And we were really one of the first expansion teams prior to the terminology even coming about. Um, and the challenge we had back then was, um, it, it, it was, it was a, a number of factors, but, but it really comes down to the fact that Gary's business is based on 850 franchisees approximately. And there's, aren't, there's, uh, there's two main characters involved in that. There's an OP and a team leader. All, uh, all of them that I know are amazing human beings and, um, and they have the highest intentions for their businesses and they have territorial boundaries. And that's what naturally creates some of the lid associated with expansion inside of the Keller Williams platform, not good or bad or right or wrong, but even within regional distribution between there's 31 different regions in KW, um, not everything looks the same, not every situation is the same, and it's not good or bad. Uh, Back uh, in 2018, Gary was looking to launch a virtual platform to try and solve for that problem. And it never really came to existence. But it was beginning of some of the friction that we were having while I was out there investigating other options, right? Because we were I, we were looking at possibly do we need to go independent? Do we need to do this on our own? Do we need to take EXP and and do it do it just like EXP only better? I mean, we looked at every option out there. I spoke with RealG, I spoke with Compass, I spoke with um, every brand. I even spoke to Zillow and Redfin and. And uh, everybody else that I could possibly think about, how can, I, how can I build generational wealth for agents and their clients with the concept of being able to have 10,000 agents in a platform that would be effective? And um, you know, while eXp isn't perfect, it's the best option that's out
0: there by far compared to everything else. And you used the term generational wealth. And I, I, that's, that's a unique term in the real estate industry because it's, uh, it either doesn't exist in any shape or form um, or it's very limited. So, yeah. so how, what how does that even, what does that look like? And I, or maybe kind of touch a little bit on, on when you look for that, because you're trying to not only take care of yourselves, um, as, as owners, but, but taking care of your group and, and being able to offer a very similar position as a, as a partner, if you will, but why don't you touch on that a few? Yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, just to give you a little bit more of my backstory, my wife and
1: I met Skiing in Mammoth um, back in 1988, uh, actually 87 or somewhere around there. And and um, we, her family, her father's mother was the first female president of the Beverly Hills Board of Real Estate. And she is fourth generation real estate. And I uh, learned how to do real estate from an investment perspective at a very early age of 20 years old. Um, and what I found was that investing in real estate was the best possible way to take advantage of your brokerage commissions. And I saw her dad kind of, uh, so, you know, do these things where he would, he would spin his commission into an equity position, into a deal. He would buy properties wholesale. He would use, um, he would use assets to, to buy things. All that translated into this concept of what generational wealth looked like then as a kpmg consultant back before i before in, in, in my transition from technology to to real estate um, i learned how to bring in great advisors into dialogue so i hired an advisor by the name of ernie dowd ernie wrote a book called hats off to you and he's a strategic family business advisor and his goal was to help us figure out how to move the generational wealth that judy's dad had created to the the siblings to the, to the next generation And we found tremendous friction in that dialogue because the mission and the vision weren't in alignment. And it's not good or bad, it just happened to be the case. And so what we found was that we all had different ways of wanting to do it, but we didn't all have a commonality. So we had to figure out how to do something different. So we took over the property management for her family business. And then we started building brokerage business for ourselves. And then when we started taking the cash flow from the brokerage business and applying it to building more investments, it allowed us to have passive income. Um, and so from there, I just have had a heart because now my daughter is 18 years old. She's in the process of getting her real estate license. I have an 18 year old, a 15 year old, a 13 year old, and I'm looking at how do I pass on generational wealth to the, to this next generation. And it's not about the money, Sam, this is, this is abundance. Wealth is abundance. So what that means is it's more than the tangible net worth. It's also about the intangible net worth. It's about the fact that there's gifts and talents that we've been given and how to use them at the highest level to produce things for others. Because at some level, giving is really what the ultimate thing is about. So I give my time and energy towards helping people build generational wealth. I want to do that on a platform that's stable and long-term that I can do anywhere in the world. And, And that's why we ended up here on an eXp platform, because that's the one that that allows us to do that. Now with RevShare, what's super cool about RevShare is as a coach, you would have to charge people to be in partnership with them. But now I'm in a situation where I can actually be in partnership with them, give them uh, coaching and advice and feedback. Um, I do something called a breakthrough session as a master practitioner of NLP. And a breakthrough session is helping people find their highest opportunities in career or in, or in spiritual, or in physical, or in health, whatever area that they're needing help with, help them do a breakthrough in that area. And let's say in career, for instance, some people are on a track going in a direction that is not matching their values. And so we help them figure out what is the best path for them to get there. Um, and, and it's and it's it's a highly effective strategy for helping people um, you know, move things along. So that's why I've been able to bring some of those, those folks together to help us create platform where we can really move to the next level and help businesses thrive
0: and and you've done a great job at that i mean i think throughout all these years i mean you guys again when when you talk about being a a wall street journal top team i mean what touch on those production numbers just for those people who aren't as familiar with how big of a deal it is to to even make the list um so so like production numbers you know putting yeah i mean thousands of
1: thousands of homes sold i mean really the thing that i like to think about i I like (laughs) to think about it in terms of thousands, thousands per year Right. Thousands for pretty but, but here's the thing. It's not really about that. Just I want you to be crystal clear. To me, it, this is about helping people on their tangible balance sheet, increase assets and decrease liabilities on their intangible balance sheet, go move towards growth from an intangible balance sheet perspective. One of the things that we have is we have generational baggage. We have stuff that has been put on us from our parents, from our grandparents, from things around us from our own not being good enough and us helping them unweight that if we can increase both tangible and intangible, we can change the world and we can give, make the world a very, very strong uh, experience. One of my very good friends, um, she gave me this this thought many years ago and I've always pondered on it. And that is uh, her concept was big, fat, happy projects, meaning that, you could do things, once you get to a point of significance where where income is not a problem, you can now go out and do things you really love to do. I mean, look at Bill Gates as an example. He's out there wanting to help solve this massive pandemic issue with all the things that he's doing. And he did that because he's been able to uh, achieve a level of success in finance. But that only came through serving a whole lot of people with software. And, uh, and that, that's what's super cool about the real estate space is that I love helping people build generational wealth. I love handing first time buyers their keys. I love helping sellers get the most amount of money, but I also love just helping people get, get connected up to their highest opportunities, not only in career, but in life in general. That's awesome to hear. I, I, I hear the,
0: all the coaching tidbits coming out of our lots of, <laughs> awesome and that's not, I know only the tip of it. You, got, you and your group have a, a lot to offer, um, you know, all the, the, the experience that you guys have, um, and, but again, also with the track record too. So uh, we're, we're happy that you're, you're part of eXp. I guess, tell, uh, you know, when you looked at eXp and, and generational wealth, you touched on rev share. And again, for those maybe who are listening, don't know what rev share is or, or even never heard of something called revenue share, um, you know, maybe, maybe touch on a little bit of like, what, what was it that was most attractive in that manner for you and your family, but also for the group that, cause you also, you're, you've got a, a collective group of other highly influential Uh, very experienced leaders that also are are part of your organization. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, What I will tell you is that I was very
1: fortunate as a transformational coach to coach uh, OPs and team leaders in the Keller Williams model, including uh, regional directors, and and, um, I was able to come alongside people in the brokerage ownership space and understand what their challenges were. And um, one of the things that I would say that is different now post-COVID is that we've got a lot of things that are different, but, but one of the things that's significantly different is the, is the fact that we need to solve um, what frictionless means. To the world of an agent who is now uh, almost in a retraction state right now, right? They're trying to figure out how do they get as much money as they possibly can out of every deal. They're trying to figure out where, where the ROI of value comes in alignment with their brokerage. They're, they're looking to figure out how is it that they can gain the best uh, strategy for implementing wealth. And with RevShare, what it does is it makes me... Uh, and by the way, you know, interesting sidebar. I met Glenn three years ago and uh, we actually were very serious about possibly making a transition three years ago. And while we didn't do it at that time, you know, God's timing is perfect. We're, we're here now. It's, 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 a really, it's a really fun uh, sidebar story. But, but the fact is that um, RevShare, what it does for me is it instantly makes me a brokerage owner without the risk or liability. I have, thankfully we've got some amazing California brokers here led up by Deborah Penny and just a a bunch of other really great people. They are the ones standing in the front lines of the liability side of, of eXp. And yet I get to benefit from introductions, not only in California, but across the world, including UK, Canada, and Australia. I get to benefit from connecting those people up to the platform without any risk. So not only do I own a local brokerage, but I own the region and I also own the brand overall in the sense of being able to introduce people to the gift that keeps giving, which is revenue share. Um, and, and, and the thing that's interesting is that it's been called a pyramid and I'm actually a big Amway guy back from the early 90s. I had a large Amway network and was very successful with uh, some very good friends of mine. As a matter of fact, I was just speaking to my upline, Diamond Greg. Uh, Alexander recently and and uh, he's also in real estate so maybe he's a future partner of ours um, but but the thing the thing I would say is that um, there is a true benefit in aligning with people's values and helping solve for what generational wealth looks like and amway did that and amway still does that they're very effective at that what's different about this though is this is real estate this is what I love doing this is the this is the component this is the thing that makes the most uh, sense for me. Um, and uh, I take the gifts that I've been given naturally as a, as a you know, the, my crazy brain that a lot of people call it, uh, and tie that into my ability to help people through their challenges and tie that into RevShare. I can now go to anywhere in the world. And as you know, we've got people coming on from all over the nation um, because of the fact that, that this is a flat brokerage. There's no middlemen between me and the ability for me to connect up to anybody in the nation. As a guy who coached OPs and team leaders, as a guy who uh, has been around some of the top coaches in the country through MAPS, um, it is a phenomenal opportunity to be able to give the gift of revenue share uh, because it just, it's, it's, the un, it's, the une, it's the equal right to be unequal in oh, terms of how you are rewarded for recruiting,
0: that's a great term. I, I'm gonna steal that one from you <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I, I think I'm gonna put that exactly. I, I like that a lot. But but you're exactly right. It's it's we're seeing people that are even local competitors that are partnering up. I'm not saying they're bringing their teams together and and calling it all you know putting everything into one pot. But they're teaming up. Some of them are teaming up in, in from one state to the next. I mean, it's a it's a partnership program. Uh, but you're right, because it's flat, it's, it's uh, and when you, any, any business, I think, if you can take out the middleman, there's monies created, uh, extra extra revenues that can actually be in turn um, give, to give them back in the return. And that is our revenue share
1: program. Yeah, I love all my brothers and sisters that were part of Gary Keller's mastermind, but there was two groups inside that mastermind. Those were the, There were those that owned brokerage ownership that became OPs or team leaders or, or were part of that 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 category. And there were those that were not. And what happened is that actually created uh, two classes, whether it was intended or not. um, It it created two classes. There was the haves and the haves, nots of brokerage ownership inside the KW world. And it's not good or bad. I'm not judging that for me though, I actually attempted to buy uh, interests in Keller Williams franchises here in Southern California uh, and around the nation. And, and quite honestly, there was, The politics that I'm talking about the friction, if you will, that was existing and and I'm not judging any of that because it's just probably the 850 territories that are being protected. But at the same time, what I will tell you is it's a less effective, less efficient model. When we're in a situation now, even with the next level of growth that's necessary because of COVID, where we're going to have to, we're going to, have to go to the uh, more profitable, more virtual, digital first, not digital only, but digital first strategy where, where we're going to still use offices. But we're going to use them way more effectively. We're still going to use the virtual platform, but we're going to use it more effectively. I mean, all of this stuff is really just a big blessing for us.
0: And I believe that uh, exactly the, the case. I think it just happened to be that Glenn was just so far ahead of the curve, right? In 2009, I always say this, uh, but if I had heard about this model in 2009, I, sorry, Glenn, I, I, I probably would have laughed and said this company's never going to last. Um, but again, he, he was, he was a genius because he was, he was so far, in, uh, in, you know, his, the forward-thinking, creating a cloud-based, and today, by the way, first and only still today cloud-based real estate brokerage in existence.
1: Yeah, Glenn, Glenn. is such a great human, and he is uh, even just in my. You know, as you know, I've only been over for a very short time, and this is my first month. And um, what I can tell you is that Glenn and I have been com- conversing for years since I entered, since I, I met him uh, three three plus years ago now. Um, but he also had me jump into some dialogues on the Verbella side. And what's so interesting about EXP and Glenn and his vision is that he was smart enough to invest in Verbella to the point of ownership, and now other real estate brokerages, other large universities, every form of America is flocking to how they use Verbella to solve this issue of being able to deliver value and content in a virtual office space And Verbella is just such a great, great platform for that. Uh, It's a phenomenal way for people to be able to um, meet. And every single person that I've ever talked to, I've I've been able to bring them into eXp world on the brokerage side, or if they're not in real estate, as a matter of fact, I introduced a large events company over there and they're going to start moving their online events into Verbella. I mean, that's vision. I mean, that is a massive amount of vision. The other thing you got to understand about Glenn, which I think is so cool, is that the level of humility that he has allows him to not get caught up with the egos of our inter- of our industry. Um, There's the and- egos of the industry. what are you talking about, Devin? <laughs> yeah, what
0: ego? Yeah, and that's the funny
1: thing is that if you know, if there was an independent broker watching this or if there was somebody that was that was out there and you know was a big baller of our industry down, you know, in, in their own way. That's totally fine, I, I, you know, I love everybody exactly where they are. I think the thing that I would just challenge everyone to consider right now is why would a Chuck Fazio do what he did at this time? Why are there so many other large people making the decision to move over to eXp, not with, not with one or two or three people, but with hundreds? And, and, um, and I just know for me, Sam, one of the things that I see more clearly than ever is that what what Glenn has done is he's commoditized the brokerage platform. He's made it valuable and profitable for the company, enough to be able to run the platform, but not so much that he's not distributing well through revenue share. And and that's what's causing the growth that we're seeing in eXp right now. And where I see this going next is literally hockey stick. You can already see that hockey stick, but, but what's happening now is that I mean, you think about a plan B for these brokerages. Many of these brokers, they're stuck right now. They're sitting with uh, massive amounts of rents. They're sitting with uh, payroll that they can't pay. They're starting to see, I mean, our pending index, we're down uh, here in Orange County by 34%. Uh, we have 818 homes that are on hold. We only have 2,900 homes that are on the market. There, there's, there's a completely different shift that's going on in our market right now. So deals are going to be harder to come by agents are gonna want more per deal. And at the same time, brokers are gonna go out of business. And I just love, we're talking to a very large broker right now about the concept of moving their, their brokerage, their agents over to the eXp platform without having to move their expenses, which is a really great way to fix that. Again, you can see if I'm focused on tangible and intangible assets, if I can help them eliminate liabilities and increase assets, then why would it not make sense for them to plug into
0: eXp? Yeah, that makes a, that's a, it makes a ton of sense. And uh, again, we, nobody's wished, nobody thought that there would be this weird virus that's going to happen in 2020, uh, unless you look at, I guess, history. is repeating every, every hundred years. So maybe maybe in that manner. But, or conspiracy. Uh, I mean, we could talk conspiracies all that's day. That's good too. Yeah, that's a different, <laughs> different, different podcast. That, 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 right, right. Um, but again, the, the company, we, we've been hearing this term, we were built for this, uh, and again, when Glenn created EXP ten over ten years ago, it was coming out of uh, the t- very tough time. Mean, it was the recession, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, um, and he created EXP in two thousand nine um, to make it a recession-proof uh, business model and uh, brokerage. And obviously, again, nobody's wished for a virus or any other type of bad in, in the, throughout the world or in the industry. Um, unfortunately, this is something that's affecting everybody. Um, but here we are. With something that we're not, we're not scrambling to a solution. In fact, uh, uh, you're right. There are brokers that are either they're, they're paralyzed and sitting on the sideline, waiting for things to pass. And now we're we're, we're going to hear a term. We're here already hearing the, the term again. The new normal, right? That's already that's already getting played out. I think already. It's only been two days, um, and uh, so that new normal is is what <laughs> it's been business as usual for EXP. Right? Our agents yeah. are trying to figure out how to get paid. How to, how to do deals yes there are some local um, and, and local governing and, and state governing uh, uh, laws that are, are place on how to do business if they can but as far as a brokerage solution nothing has changed
1: yeah yeah I, I, you know what's interesting is that is that you know we've got this whole conversation about essential services non-essential services we have the, we have all these other factors but I think I think the thing that I would just challenge anyone that is considering what their path is uh, going forward with brokerage, is to really take a hard look at what do they need from a broker. And when we compared the list, and when I started really looking at what does a broker provide me, um, the the thing that they provide me most is they provide me, because I'm a broker and my wife's a broker, right? So why do I subordinate my broker's license? Why am I not just an independent broker like I was before? Because they provide me a platform to prevent me from dealing with liability issues think about the COVID lawsuits that are going to happen here coming up in the near future, where you've got sellers and buyers spreading the illness and you're supposedly, you know, you, it was your listing. And, you know, in California we have got more attorneys and agents than any other state. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of liability out there. And I'm just glad to be a part of an organization that is already solving for that with new forms and strategies and communication. But in addition to that, I'm also excited about the fact that, that um, I'm part of a team and a collective and an experience that I can have people like Sam Rodriguez in my life who are pouring into me about what it is that they're doing and what other large brokerages are doing on the, on the path of them being, being able to solve for their agents, how to find the next deal. Cause right now that's really what we're talking about here to a large degree. You know, you're going to, you're going to find brokerages, you know, that are quote stuck. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's a big deal right now. Yeah. So I, I mean,
0: it's, it's either survive, uh, some are just looking to survive while others are, are you know, how do, how do you take a market like this now and thrive? Because there are opportunities. There's market opportunities that are exi- exist in every type of a down market. You talked about team though, and, and uh, let's go back to that. We talked about brokers. Team, I mean, you've already been instrumental, and, and I know there, there's a ton of discussion taking place right now. Um, but talk about the team aspect of this. Maybe if I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about Sean and, and, and Jim and, and group. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, what I can tell you is I've been very blessed to be able to just be an advisor, you know, as a coach, one of the things that I get to do is I get to look at people very objectively, and I can take my EXP hat off, I can take my Keller Williams hat off, I can take every hat off and just help a person see what's best for them, regardless of what my position is. And I've been very blessed to be able to uh, have a, that kind of that third party perspective, almost like a drone flying over the situation. And as a former consultant for KPMG and as a person who's been involved in the technology industry with multimillion dollar budgets to spend, I can really help people get that that perspective that they're looking for over their situation. And and um, from a team perspective, what I would just tell you is that um where we're going is we're looking to put the best possible minds in real estate together in a collective, in a mastermind that is driven not only by the leader or the icon, but by the topic of the conversation that's most germane to all the parties that are in the room. And uh, a true mastermind, in my opinion, is not just a thought experiment going in one person's direction, but it's actually an exchange of ideas. And what I've done is I've just chosen to, to connect and to partner with people in a place that, that it very soon will be announcing a whole bunch of those wonderful folks uh, that, that, that are gonna be coming in and aligning with how it is that we can take the best of recruiting, the best of production, the best of mindset, the best of coaching, and tie that all together in, in a really, really wonderful bundle to, to help people thrive at a high level. Not only, not only in this COVID world, but literally towards their trajectory, their life trajectory. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's just the blink of a map. We're all kind of really uh, been, you know, I don't know about you, but I've, it's, very, it's weighed very heavily on me, this whole stats about deaths per day and, you know, all the things that are going on. It, it, it just kind of changes the perspective quite a bit. And, uh, you know, here we are on a good Friday having a conversation. And, and you know, from, a, from the perspective of this, we're just passing through how can we leave a mark and a legacy here? It, 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 it's really about aligning with the people that have the, the highest intent for who they want to be and then show them how to connect and be that at, at that next level. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I think in future conversations, we're going to go much deeper and maybe have some other uh, really great people that are coming together in, in the dialogue where, 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 where I'm at right now is that um, I've just been super blessed as a, as a coach to have a lot of people, that have come to me and said, Hey, you know, I want to learn more about that. I want to, I want to, I want to check that at a deeper level. And you know what I do with them, right? Sam, I just send them to you. Of course, no, I'm just kidding. But I, but I, I certainly involve you in the process, but most of all, what I, what I do is I help them see what, what is it they're after, right? I help them get in alignment with what are their values and how do those values connect up to where they want to go. And does this feel like it's a match or not? Cause at the end of the day, if it's not this, then the other thing that they're considering may be the better option. And that's totally, it's totally fine. When you live in a world of abundance, when you're looking, when you're solving for generational wealth and you're playing a game for life, you don't have to, to need, you don't need anybody today, right? You just need to help people along their journey. And if, and if you help them now, I mean, look at Glenn, he's a very patient guy. It took me more than three years to make my decision. So, um, you know, it, it, while, while that's a, you know, while I would be in a totally different place financially and a number of other reasons, I just have to, I just have to go back and say, okay, well, this happened for a reason. Right. And, and it's not good or bad. It's just, it just happened for a reason. And now we're here. So I, I I get excited about it, but yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of really cool people uh, that I've connected up to. And,
0: and, uh, I think
1: that that's going to be a whole nother conversation here very, very quickly.
0: We're looking forward to it. I, I'm sure that, like you said, this isn't going to be the first time we're, we're on, a, on a Zoom call here together. I think we're going to have a lot of really cool special guests uh, by our sides uh, in, in some of the upcoming uh, shows here as well. Um, and uh, so uh, Devin, and we're, we'll get ready to kind of wrap up. Anything else you want to add uh, that maybe share with, uh, you know, for those, maybe, maybe kind of two different messages, maybe it's the same message, but maybe for those... You know, some of our, our, I say friends, you're right. There's a lot of great people out there. You talked about some of the KW, because down yeah, here. You're closely uh, in, interwoven there. Um, there's a lot of great agents. There's a million four of us across the country. Kind of for those who don't know about EXP, they haven't even taken the chance to kind of, to, to hear about the opportunity and then the vice versa. For those who maybe are listening and, and hearing it out, you know, what uh, maybe kind of a, uh, a message to both sides there. Well, you know, what's interesting is that, you know,
1: um, There some very wise friends of mine that made the jump earlier than I did um, got a lot of flack for coming over from Keller Williams to EXP. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't have, or they should have, but I just know that what what happened is that I've noticed a trend and the trend is much more congratulatory about the decision than it's ever been in the past. At, you know, three years, two years, one year ago, there was a lot of uh, negative feedback for somebody making a move over to eXp and now what I'm seeing in general is I'm seeing people move to neutral or positive feedback about it um, you know the, the one thing I would want to make sure that people understand is that uh, the, the the thing that the, I just was in a conversation earlier today it, bring, it brings up a really important point there's a lot of opportunities that are being offered by other brokerages right now that are, we're we're just like eXp because of blank, right? And I just would challenge anybody who's considering that mantra to make sure that they're doing a deep enough dive on eXp to make sure that they can actually evidentially compare those two at the deepest level. You know, one of the things like I mentioned to you over the three-year period of time of me investigating other brokerages is that I went into the boardroom and met with Robert Refkin multiple times on Compass. We put deal terms together. We understood a pathway to possibly launch something with him. And I'm not saying good or bad, right or wrong. Robert's an amazing human being and he's got a great business. And what I found was EXP was better for what I needed because I wanted to be able to pass on that gift of RevShare in in an unfiltered and unfettered way. Um, and, and that, was, that was what was the option. In RealG's world, sat down with some of the, the, the most successful people, great human beings in RealG, and they have, a, they have a phenomenal platform for traditional brokerage. The problem is a lot of the traditional brokers aren't gonna survive this COVID situation. Um, they're, they're, they're turning in the keys on their buildings. You know, there is going to be mayhem in our market because we are going to see a collapse of agent count we're going to see a collapse of productivity. We're going to see a reshuffling of the deck. And um, that's where I thrived the last time in 2008, 2009, when I came on board to KW. And now it's time to do it again. And, and what's so funny is that uh, while God's timing is perfect, I, none of us designed this to happen at this time, right? At the same time, well, maybe some, some people in China did. I don't know. But, but um, the, the, the point is, is that this move for me was already predetermined prior to COVID, so the fact that it's happened at the same time, I just consider a double blessing. I just consider it, consider it a win in that perspective. I think I think the thing that I would say for agents right now, if I was if I was an individual agent looking at uh, like what would be most important for me to investigate right now, it would be how is it that I could how is it that I could find the leadership and the mentorship to not only make it through the next few months, but to literally build a platform that I could build on for the rest of my life. And I think that that's the biggest thing that I would just challenge people to consider is don't just, yes, play the short-term game. Yes. We want to play the short-term game. And if we're thinking about the short-term game, you know, many of our fellow agents and friends, they're paying brokerages for things that are less valuable than they were today. I mean, than they were pre COVID and I'm not saying good or bad. I'm, I remember there's no judgment, in any of this, this is just me laying out facts that if you're paying for marketing and marketing in the luxury space. I was just talking to an agent as, a, as another example. Luxury agent does luxury open houses and has a wild success with luxury open houses, but there are no open houses. right? Oh, but there will be open houses in the future. Yes. And if you want to continue to play for yesterday's game, then you're going to keep playing yesterday's game. That's the challenge. Um, another, you know, another agent I was talking to recently, he, he's um, got a large team locally here in Orange County. And and um, he's saying, look, my brand will boom. And it's possible that it will. But what, what, what would it look like if you put yourself on a virtual platform? Sure, you can keep some bricks and mortar. But what would it look like if you put yourself on a virtual platform and gave the people that wanted to build in recruiting into their world revenue share, and you're able to build it even two, three, five, ten 10 times faster? What would that look like? Yeah, yeah. We're calling call that scale, right? Because you're
0: right. I mean, there's there's some offices that we consider large, right? There's there's a lot of offices, I think traditionally, 30, 40, 50 agents in an office. There's some that are considered large offices, and they might have 100, 200, 300, or more agents in one office. Um, but you're right, some of these, again, it doesn't happen overnight. It might happen over a period of a few years. But what happens if, or, you know, what would it look like if you could do that in a matter of just months, again, because of the ability to scale? And I think you're right, it's, it's the ability to do just that without that risk, responsibility, and liability side. So and you hit the, the nail
1: right on the head there. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I would just say, Sam, there's you know, I, I, another conversation I was having this morning. Um, agent is considering a, uh, um, a, a model where is it is a pay, per, pay per transaction, you know, what a uh, small transaction fee per, per, per you know, and, and at the same time, the agent's going to do much more than what they would cap at in, in that model. And that's yesterday's game. I mean, not, not good or bad, but I looked at every uh, flat fee business that there was, and the challenge with the flat fee businesses is that's all they have to offer is the flat fee. That's right. There's no additional value and there's no reward for bringing people onto your team and there's no way to solve for any ancillary, there's no way to solve for any of the bigger pictures here. So in other words, it's a flat model for generational wealth. There isn't any way to do that.
0: Yeah. So, that's a great point. We actually talked about that with our, our last guest which was uh uh you know, the mindset of an agent is much like a a seller um, or, or even a Fisbo, and it's, and it's the mindset of saving money, saving, you know, not, not paying an agent, not paying my broker. Uh, when, when the mindset shouldn't, shouldn't it really be if you're a brand new agent or if you're any agent, but especially if you're, you're, you're new to the business, if you think back then, did you look for the company that said, I'm going to save you the most amount of money? Or did you look for the company that said, I'm going to help you make more money. Um, and I think that's where I think a lot of the, the industry has, has been lost in that shuffle there um and uh you know the tools the support the technologies people like yourself people that you the organization that you're building out here i mean what an exciting time to 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 be like all uh all locking arms and and doing this together so yeah glad to call you a partner Devin. yeah me too sam
1: And, and and you know what's been great is i as you know um we there was a period Uh, where I was, I was wanting to make sure that I was able to have some conversations that were like pre-announcement type of conversations. And, you know, I I would just say that if anybody's watching this thing and they need to have a confidential conversation with an eXp person, in addition to myself, you are obviously been a phenomenal resource for that, where, um, you know, the lid is you in terms of needing to talk about situations. So thank you for being that confidential confidant in, in my own investigative path back to exp after three years of uh being kind of out in, in in investigative space not not good or bad and remember i thoroughly enjoyed every aspect of what gary Ke- keller has provided he's yeah. a, an amazing human being and all the ops team leaders regional directors coaches everybody over at kw is just they're just awesome humans and have literally helped me on my journey so uh nothing but love for every one of those folks it's just now time to solve a bigger bigger challenge, and that is, how do we build generational wealth for 10,000 agents, uh, for 10,000 people on a platform that allows them to go to where they want to go? Very true.
0: Awesome, Devin, it's been a real pleasure. I, I know I get the, the luxury of talking to you and outside of these calls here, uh, but uh, thanks so much for taking the time, joining us here today, uh, for being our special guest. I'm sure we'll bring uh, you and some of your other friends along here uh, again shortly, uh, but that's going to be a wrap for today. Uh, guys, thanks so much for, for listening, and uh, keep an eye out. These are going to be twice weekly. Uh, the YouTube channel is now uh, getting close to, to – I just got to load the, the, uh, the logo. The YouTube channel is created, Instagram, you, uh, Facebook. Uh, give us a follow, and uh, look out for more uh, videos. We'll, we'll be dropping links to this recording, um, as well as uh, giving you a heads up of, the, of our future guests as well. So with that, we are signing off. Thank you, thanks, Sam. Um, I really appreciate you. Have a great day. You too. Thanks again. All right, you bet. Bye-bye. Bye. So there you had it, guys. Uh, you got to hear some more about all the buzz taking place here at EXP. And uh, very excited to be able to keep bringing more special guests uh, just like Devin and many others. Um, uh, so give us a follow. We'll be dropping uh, links here into Facebook, YouTube, Instagram channel. Uh, so keep an eye out for some of those uh, special recordings uh, more soon to follow. With that, make it a great day, everybody. And that is a wrap on another episode of Hive Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and give this episode a thumbs up if you like what you heard, and remember to subscribe for future episodes. You can also catch some highlights and other EXP news and industry buzz on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts.